Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. Jeremy, do you want some Seroquel XR? I might still have a few hundred milligrams left if you want it. <laughs> was my mic live? You were a little live there, yeah. That was good. That was a, was that a was that a freestyle that you did there, or? Uh, it's my always my no- normal prep. You just been you've been holding that in for a while, pal. I love it. Uh, usually, I do it in front of the neighbors. Oh, that's good. That's good. Do they um, do they do they bring you their uh, traditional offering of mayonnaise to placate the god of insanity, or? Well, the cops show up. So. <laughs> Jeremy, I know you're lying. The cops don't come to your neighborhood. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, without further ado, welcome back to Quality Time. Uh, I am one third of the greatest podcast you're listening to at this very moment. My name is Eric Woodworth, uh, joined by uh, first the very lovely, the very talented Miss Ashley Pontius, coming off the heels of her 31st birthday. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, Daddy. How are things? How, how's how's 31 years of age treating you now? So far, so good. I know it won't last. <laughs> <laughs> it never does. Listen, we're all headed to calamity and death, um, which is fun. You know, it's a good time, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm also joined by the the very talented, um, my blood, my brother, the man with so much shake uh, and cards with the word rape, uh, Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you, sir? Oh, who you guys talking about? Oh my God, who's on the program today? I'm back from the grave. This is um the uh, the amazing um uh, uh Ed Sullivan. It's yeah. Ed Sullivan. Oh my God, the Ed Sullivan program. I I wasn't expecting this uh to have the great Ed Sullivan. Hey, remember when you made the Beatles wear suits? Yeah, yeah, they they're, they're a great great band, the uh, Ruddles, and um. Uh, also, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be part of your podcast, my, my part of your podcast. Uh, I've heard of, uh, mime time that, uh, it's, uh, one of the, one of the greatest, uh, podcasts and, uh, I want to make sure that you guys have, uh, great smiles on your faces okay. and, uh, I'm a big, big fan and, uh, I know you guys are into good movies like, uh, the new, uh, the new, uh, Indiana Jones and uh, the Flash, which are the best movies in America today. So, 
Okay, the Flash uh, and uh, Indiana Jones. A- excellent. I'm glad. I'm Mr. Sullivan. I didn't expect you to be so up to date. With, people uh, people don't like uh, horror films. They don't like. They like Indiana Jones <laughs> and those those fine fine um, DC comic films, and uh, everybody's going to love the Flash. So yeah, I, I, know, I know it. I know my stuff. Mr. Sullivan, how do you feel that Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie will be the last movies of 2023? Uh, I I don't know, Mr. Oppenheimer. He was probably Jewish. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't really know him personally. Uh, I, I don't know that uh, Ar- Arnstein or something, he... he uh, did the relative relative uh, theory or something? Yes, yeah. Einstarf. Uh, he was very Einstar. good at it. Yeah, Einstar. Yeah. Yes, from, I have an Einstar on my car. Isn't that the lady from uh, Ace Ventura? I don't um. know what to say. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel. Uh, well, yeah, that's good. I'm glad uh, you could join us here on the program this week. Uh, you know, I had a, a rather mild-mannered week for the most part. I've come back to Earth. I actually am going to a show later tonight, which I was told, hey, if you guys want to cancel, we've only sold 19 tickets so far. So I said I performed in front of less, so I'm still headed out to the Eastern Shore tonight. I'm excited uh to go to denton which if you're listening to this now you can't come anymore so fuck yourselves um but if you are there tonight which will be exciting uh you will get your first crack at a bussy shirt which i am picking up and spending hundreds of dollars that i will definitely not make back tonight so uh that's exciting um i'm I'm, I'm doing great i'm doing real good um and i can't complain too much but uh let's start with you ashley what's going on in the world of the great and powerful ashley pontius well i'm headlining church of satire tonight um plugs up front that's how we're rolling tonight thank you um i do not want to know how many tickets we've sold i don't want to know i can't handle it if it's bad so I'm going to go in super surprised. I will have a meltdown on stage live for oh. my audience to see in person. Why have it? Why be selfish and share, not share my emotional turmoil? I should share it with my audience and berate them and cry in front of them for $10 per person. I agree. That's, see, that's what you do. We're monetizing our trauma every day. That's what the podcast comedy game is about, baby. That's what we're here to do. I, I want to I see this show. Are you, I'm not going to pick you up. Are you going to drive yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to look out in the audience and I'm just going to... It's going to be dead silence, and I just, in in the darkness, I just see a little bit of white going up to Jeremy's mouth every (laughs) time. I'm like, Jeremy, Jeremy, did you bring enough milk for everybody? Hey, can we we also bring uh, Mickey Coachella there? Mickey Coachella is actually working the door, um, so he'll be there. Um, I was going to say, what do you mean bring him? He lives on the couch in the back. <laughs> yes, he's, he rents. <laughs> he rents there. Uh, I am uh, I will say last night, uh, uh, just a quick little story. I did the periodic table, which um, is in my hometown of Columbia, Maryland. Um, and I, do, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I say it to my friends. Um, my comedy stylings are not made for my hometown. I generally 
bomb in my hometown. And if the record is like, uh, you know, maybe I've performed 30 times in my hometown. Uh, I've had like three successful ones. Okay. Mm. Now last night, I didn't do bad. I like I did okay. pretty good. Um, lost them. Here's where I lost them last night. I lost them on the bit where I have I have a joke about it's, it's when I was in sixth grade and I realized that I have a small dick. Okay, because oh, I didn't know. Such a funny story. <laughs> I didn't know I had a small dick until I saw my friend um, Steve's cock, and then I realized that I had a small one. Um, but I didn't know because I'd only seen my dad's, and I realized that I come from a long line of small dick men. Jeremy, you know what I'm talking about, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is that's the bit and i lost the crowd with that and i couldn't get them back for my closer but you know hey listen you hate finishing bad but i say 75 percent of my set was great but okay. um it's just me the great todd fleming and um which i did come up with this thing i said um todd if you come up if you ever release a, a comedy album you should call it amis todd and he <laughs> 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 he almost uh, cried laughing at that, which I'm glad because that's a big that's a big swig calling someone Amis Todd. Um, so uh, I during Sweet Thomas and Bazo set uh, a group of uh, gentlemen walk in that I went to high school with. Okay, and immediately I recognize one kid uh, who gave. I used to do backyard wrestling with him because uh, I. <laughs> was cool ashley and um wait do you just mean being gay <laughs> yes i hit so one of the guys cocks that i sucked in in high school shows up now, i did backyard wrestling with him and this kid uh was a little bit older than me still is uh but <laughs> he uh i did i got suplexed back there and during mm. this suplex or ddt or whatever my head kind of rolled across the grass and when i stood up i had basically rolled through a giant dog shit and i had a <laughs> i had a streak of shit that like looked like a mohawk that went over my bald head <laughs> and that kid for the next 2 years only referred to me as streak so that's how i haven't seen him in years so i just i walked into somebody who i considered to be you know a bully to me um not that he was imposing but that he tortured me for 2 years and wait uh, Wait, am I? Did you just hire your bully to be on your podcast the last three years? Because <laughs> yeah, I do so, the same thing. <laughs> so you put way less shit on me. So anyway, um, this is uh, uh, so I'm there. And uh, he is yucking up. He's like, man, it's so good to see you. Yeah, uh-huh. I was like, and it's cool or whatever. And I see a couple other people I know. We're having a, a, a hoot of a time. And uh, he goes, he's like, hey, man, you trying to keep your party going? We're about to go over to Pub Dog. I was like, I fucking love Pub Dog. He's like, come on, hop in the car. I was like, brother, I got my own wheels. I'll meet you over there. And then I just didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> so I 100% ghosted uh high school acquaintances last night and said i was coming uh but they also didn't watch my set they watched they came in they were like yeah we were here to support you i was like bullshit you were you just showed up you just i just told you i did comedy a second ago and you were like oh yeah we were here for that i was like shut up i'm super happy you got the last laugh eric so uh that was my last night and overall not not too shabby of a show um it's great really fun times jeremy what what's new in your life brother um, <clears throat> did you see the picture on your phone? Uh, I haven't, but I can look. Give me oh, one no. second here. Jeremy has texted something to us. 
Let's mm-hmm. see here. Oh, just to Eric. Yeah. Oh. It's oh, a- I'm excluded. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is a this is a picture of my friend Mark and his and his wife. Have you seen that been on Facebook before? Um, I don't. Probably not. Why? What are we getting at here? Run, Forrest, run! Yes, he does. He has a very large beard. Like, uh, here, this is my friend Mark that he just texted me a picture of. Yikes! Sorry. <laughs> he looks like uh, he has a very yeah, large I... beard, and if I should say, like, I would call him ZZ Bottom. Um, so because mm. <laughs> that's he ain't he ain't a top. Let me tell you, he's a real twink of a fella. I'm I'm, I'm real tired now. I'm gonna go home. So, that's very these good. Are, these are not. It's always funny to me when I, I was talking. I'm gonna take a tangent. Can I take a tangent for a sure, second? Sure, sure. So I went out for my birthday with my girlfriend Brittany, and we had this discussion about how one of the things I hate is when my guy friends used to be like, "Hey, I've got a single dude for you, like in my group. I'm gonna set you up." And I'm like, "Okay, like you know me pretty well." It is always the ugliest fucking dude in their group (laughs) yeah it is and i would be like either you think i'm ugly or you think because we're both just single we just belong together and i've started telling people that to their face not the poor person that's been set up with me but i go find the person that set us up and i beat the shit out of them (laughs) and i'm like stop giving me your table scraps that dude's fucking hideous upgrade give me something better and then i realize all the hot ones are usually married but i'm just like god give me this give me something better yeah build Angry. build a wall around that pussy um, yeah eric your friends are ugly. <laughs> i don't Most of them. i i mean listen the the unattractive we we ourselves we attract the unattractive to us it's great you know we like to roll in a pack so um it is kind of like that yeah what were they when we were growing up what were they called magnetics they just kind of start sticking together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good time. Uh, uh, I guess that's you know what. I guess that's all we got for as far as uh, pre-show stuff today. Yeah, I'm sorry to... I called you ugly, Mark. I mean, I don't know you, but no, Mark, you are kind of ugly. <laughs> I would like to say um, formally, he does. He, you know, what he used to look like though when he was in middle school, he looked like a uh, one of the Hanson brothers, and like, but he had the look of the Hanson kids before they dropped, and then when Hanson dropped, it ruined his life and made him act out a lot more, and so he mm-hmm. went uh, a little like he's like, I'm fucking Hanson, I'll go fucking crazy today, like that. So I'll stab you. Um, Well, but Mark is married, right? Isn't that what Jeremy said? Yeah, twice. Uh, But I think the third time is going to be the charm for him. Um, That's that's just... (laughs) He just spreads his seed all over the Fruited Plains. So shout outs. Um, uh, But today, uh, we are going over a film that uh, I had the pleasure of watching uh, a few weeks ago for the first time. It had always been on my list of things to watch. 1989's Titsuo, The Iron Man, which, goddamn, what a fever dream of a film. Um, I, how to explain this movie? Because there's not going to be what we call a traditional breakdown here because to try to explain this movie in a linear fashion 
is pretty insane. Um, if you've seen the movie Eraserhead by uh, David Lynch, that would probably be the closest thing I could compare this to. It's incredibly surreal. It's just a lot of things that happen. Is there an overarching story? Kind of. There's kind of an overarching story. Um, if I were to peg it down into its simplest terms, hey, what if instead of just being gay, you became made out of metal? That is probably the best synopsis of the story I could give you. <laughs> I wrote down that I think it's just a PSA about tetanus. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and the movie is uh, a pretty, I will say, as a person who has ADD, uh, you, I love this movie. It's 107 minutes long, and it's never, there is almost never a dull moment in it. And if there is a dull moment, it's only that, a moment. And they go right back into something fucking strange again. Um, highly uh, entertaining overall. Nobody that you would possibly even know in this film although if you like like bands like guar uh it feels like an art student film just completely gone to shit jeremy uh your initial thoughts on the iron man uh i don't like movies that are in black and white okay it is in black and white that is true you like colored films you do like colored films okay i i, I respect that we all love colored films i'm sure yeah. That's it. <laughs> okay. Um I like uh the the movie opens up um with the scene of a young man who is uh has a big old leg gash, a uh, uh, big old wound and uh he decides to take a giant metal rod and just kind of shove it in there like he's making Satan's hot dog. Um I I did identify with this scene because it did feel like me trying to put a tampon in on a dry day. <laughs> So I'm uh, I'm a fan of uh, um, band Gash with uh, Tibby X. She's a bass player. So shout outs Gash, who uh, also was uh, had a cameo role a cameo role in the uh, David Cronenberg film Crash, uh, where it got had sex with okay um this is uh shortly after he does that he also kind of grows weird rocket shoes i guess i don't know um it's it's hard to explain there's metal that grows out of his feet that makes him zip around in stop action uh but he does get hit by a car a young couple uh does hit him and uh and i guess flee the scene at this point um the guy who hits him with the car, uh, our hero, who's just, I, I, can't, I say that word loosely. Uh, he's just known as man in the movie. <laughs> paid by uh, Tomaro Tagaguchi. Uh, Taguchi. Um, he uh, starts to realize he's having some weird things that happens. He seems to live at the junkyard and he, he has like a little spike that's grown out of his face, like his cheekbone and he kind of like touches it and immediately like sprays with blood everywhere. He's like, oh, ah, let me put a band-aid on. <laughs> that was that was literally me an hour before I got on the pod. I was like, "Oh, I can't not pop this." Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's very. I, I I hate that. Some uh, what point in the movie because it gets so, so disjointed. Who who is actually in the movie because they're both Asians? I'm like, 
Is the same person? Yes, they're all actually played by director Shinya Takamoto. Uh, I think one of them is actually female. Uh, but also, the thing is funny that the one guy looks like an Asian version of my cousin Jared. It did. I was. I wasn't going to bring that up, but he does look like Asian Jared Barlow. Uh, so shout outs, R.I.P. Um, thank, thank God you said Asian jared barlow because if you would have stopped at asian jared i'm like this guy fucks kids too no <laughs> uh, he's about to shove another foot long in something else um that's... <laughs> I, did, I did i did after you know just the full scope of this movie controversial take but after seeing this movie i think we might be due for another a-bomb <laughs> And by a bomb, I mean <laughs> autism because it stinks of Tommy Simbazo behavior. <laughs> yes, this does. This does seem like the man who's building the greatest cosplay. Um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say who who uh, suggested this to Eric. It was either Tommy or Justin. It's actually neither. I saw it come up on. Um, I actually, you know, what what inspired me to pick this movie? I if you ever watch on Shutter the uh, uh, what is it Into Terror where they show like all these types. This is one of the movies that popped up, and I was just like, oh, you know, like this. I was like, this looks pretty fucking crazy, and it was on Shutter, so I threw it on, and uh, I it didn't disappoint. I was entertained. <laughs> oh, do you mean? Uh- into darkness yeah into darkness yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's an awesome anthology okay well, no i won't let jeremy i have the same thought so so uh, i'm assuming that tommy and uh justin have seen this already before. i have no idea i'll ask thomas tonight i will see him if he's seen the great movie and if any of our listeners have already seen it or would like to you can check it out on shutter uh if you're a shutter subscriber um but yeah i welcome and highly recommend watching this uh definitely if you if you're a weed smoker you should do all of it before going in you won't feel it might feel more regular um but yeah i would say probably don't do shrooms uh, yeah, shrooms <laughs> might be a bad bad trip for this one. But no, it has it has the same type of you know level of obsession. Be like, I'm gonna make Mandalorian armor until it consumes me and everything I love. Yes, it's very similar. Yeah. So uh, he then goes on a tr- goes to the train station. He's not feeling great. He's getting real woozy when he meets a nice woman in glasses uh, who. Uh, finds a little something on the ground she picks it up and immediately kind of morphs into her hand a little bit so she's got some weird cybernetic metal hand and in what i can only describe as the worst chase scene i've seen in film um it's just him running through the subways of japan uh i didn't know the actual actress but i'm pretty sure it was baby newworth baby newworth i don't know what you're referencing but i will just accept it as probably problematic Otherwise known as, uh, oh gosh, from the movie the guy, Bebe's uh, Kids. The guy, damn it! Stop fucking. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, he, the, the the wife of Fraser. Yes. Oh, Daphne, the wife of Fraser. Isn't it? Isn't that her? Bebe Newworth is Bebe ex- Newworth, ex wife. Okay, I'll be Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> yeah. So. Baby. This lady uh, ends up chasing him all over the goddamn place, but he is able to uh, eventually escape. Uh, but uh, you can—he uh, then, um, I guess, you meet what's called his uh, 
his wife um, shortly after this. Uh, our new our new man is still growing rocket feet, and um, he sees what I like to describe as the a weird demon esque lady who shows up, and uh, it's time for some of the probably I'll go like this maybe the oddest sex scene I've seen uh, yet. It, not the weirdest one in this movie, but it's the it's the first weirdest one I'd ever seen. Um, <laughs> I was trying to eat breakfast this morning and I was watching it. And as I'm like bringing my breakfast sandwich to my mouth, I was like, not hungry anymore. Yeah. (laughs) So she uh, is, looks like a character from Guar, but she also has a giant like snake like object uh, that is where her cockles are. And uh, (laughs) this snake object uh, eventually um, goes and sodomizes our lead, lead character here. And not just a little bit, like you watch like a mile of it go into his ass. Like, (laughs) it looks like Satan's colonoscopy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real rough go. <laughs> I, I don't know about uh, fetishes in uh, Japanese culture. I'm so I'm pretty sure that if you get the uh, the cybernetic dildo, that's a more expensive option. Yeah, this is this is a real. I mean, Japan does everything bigger. Whether it's the Godzillas, the Kaiju's, the Mechs, the Gigantors of the world, of course they are going to have the world's longest automated dildo that will go through your ass and all of your friends' asses. It basically could make you into a human centipede, but also be miles apart. Um, this puts the ew in Kaiju. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, she uh, she butt fucks him uh, with this thing and then um he um he notices that his uh his face is getting a lot worse and he's like oh no my gash my old cheek gash isn't looking too good um they he next the next morning he makes a very odd breakfast for his woman um where he makes like eggs and like scrapple but every time she bites it's loud fuck it it's almost as if jeremy edited this movie at this point where it's like every bite that she takes like it's just machinery sounds just every bite she takes and then um he goes, you know, I really love you. And they have an embrace. Uh, but all of a sudden, when you think things have gotten weird, we have just... I'm telling you right now, the guy getting a mile of dildo up his ass is literally the... This is... We're 15, 20 minutes into the movie. We have merely scratched the surface of Bizarre. Because what happens next? <laughs> this is so rough that I feel like H.R. Geiger would blush. Yeah, yeah, he's like, um, you know, I was watching it, and uh, in my wildest nightmares, I thought about making a drill cock. Uh, it's something I thought of, but I was too scared to write it down. And thank you for <laughs> for Sinia uh, Tuscamoto for finally uh, bringing this to the film. Um, also, could you chill, please? Could you please? Yeah. So, also, after H.R. Uh, Geiger died that they found his sex dungeon and they could just burn the whole house down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, movies movies like this are how I know God has turned his face from humanity and left (laughs) us on our own. (laughs) Yeah, so all of a sudden, uh, our man now has a drill cock and he's drilled, he's trying to hide his massive uh, drill boner through the table, but of course it penetrates through the table and starts going, he's now also... uh, 
Uh, she attacks him with a frying pan, which he then grows like a giant metal side of his face now, uh, very shittily looking, um, and then proceeds to try to have sex with this uh, woman with his drill cock as she just barely evades left and right uh, because he's not really good at stabbing with it. Um <laughs> Eric, is this the part where he called it his sewage pipe? Yes, he was like, my my sewage pipe. I must put out my sewage. Uh, I would kill myself if a man ever called his dick a sewage pipe. I'd be like, nope, <laughs> nope, ending it for both of us. It's, Just, it's, it's over now. Uh, so that, uh, that crotch shot uh, with, the, with the camera, that was great. Yeah, yeah I liked yeah. a few stray pubes. It was nice. <laughs> I did like that. Um, uh, eventually, I think she's able to like kind of qualm him down mm-hmm. a little bit, and they kind of lay down. And he's like, "Oh, you know, I love you." But when he wakes up, she is on top of him, and the drill has, uh, in what is just full evil dead. As she's, you just kind of see her face, and then just scores of blood that are shooting on the back wall, like like that. And he's a little upset that uh, that happened. Um, so he puts her in a giant tub filled with her own. Flesh fluids and blood and uh just leaves nice little flowers next to her and he's very he's very sad he drilled dictor to death i can I, uh i can tell I, I don't know much about uh uh oriental culture yes. but i'm i'm pretty sure this is how uh um babies are made for- this is it <laughs> this is actually how mega men are made um this is <laughs> he actually had to defeat the drill cock person to get that so that he could beat the wind monster next um eventually they all become gundams yes like- <laughs> i was gonna say alternate title jeremy is pacific rim job <laughs> yeah 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 it's just <laughs> it's the Pacific Rim Shop. Uh, this is what happens if you uh, if you had sex with Mega Man's gun hole. You know what I mean? You would have a drill cock afterwards. Uh, mm, I have to say, I've only ever had this experience once, and he was a Marine. I got a lot of stitches. Yeah, yikes. Um, oh, I did have one um, little... I did have one sound effect of the, of the drill fuck. I don't know why. I just I that I didn't pull a lot of sound effects, but that one for some reason his scream right here did make me laugh. <laughs> Which is Can we uh, completely forget the part that was that was nothing to the movie to me, but I remember hearing this over and over again. I don't even know if I'd seen the movie before or if it's in another movie to making fun of it because where he talks to her over and over again going mushy 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 like what the fuck is this no i've i've no i've heard it before i don't want another other movie has used it that's actually from the yoko ono album uh, that she made with john lennon (laughs) it's it's 90 minutes of that It was it was an inside job where Mark David Chapman killed killed him so he could get away from her. Well, it's it's as they're having sex. The translation is, "Hey man, nice shot." I want you to kill me, but make it look like an accident. <laughs> um, so, uh, Yoko, oh no. She does, uh, 
yeah, but she does actually stab him in the neck a bit too. And uh, oh yeah, I forgot before she gets drilled to death, she stabs she stabs him in the neck, and then she's like, you know, I love you, and then starts making out with it. It's a very bizarre turn of events before she gets she gets uh, drilled to death. But uh, uh, they uh, our demon character who we got saw ran over at the beginning of the movie. Uh, he's um, he's starting to get better, I guess, um, and he now he's seeking out the people that ran him over and boy he could just make metal pop up anywhere and not metal like how you think like metal that strangely looks like plaster uh sprayed silver uh it just grows and he can make it pop up in the weirdest of places um he decides to um uh, uh, reanimates the guy's dead girlfriend and uh, she attacks him now with like her weird knife hammer hand. It's like half knife, half hammer. And he looks like a full-on armored core character and he's pretending to be scared of this very feeble dead woman with just a knife when his whole body is a fucking tank, which I thought was yeah. hilarious. Uh, you know, so, but uh, eventually the a demon-esque person uh, decides to uh, melt her before his eyes and in within this melting uh, thing uh, he just appears and I guess the best way to describe this actor who is actually uh, our director his uh, uh, himself which is his the name in the movie is the metal fe- fetishist um, yeah. he, uh, he which which is a weird for because you know like how sometimes when movies go overseas like they'll have different titles in different countries for the same movie. Um, so actually what you don't know is obviously this is like the Iron Man. So he does actually belong to the MCU, which is the metal cock universe. <laughs> the metal cock universe. I I didn't know where you were going and I'm glad I didn't. It was a good thing. Stuck that his fucking Japanese, His Japanese name is Magneto. <laughs> Mag- Mag- Magneto. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I know you're four years old, but uh, we we rented this movie called uh, Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna go, uh, you know. I'm just gonna go uh, cook some dinner. <laughs> what are you watching? This is an Iron Man. <laughs> what is he doing to Pepper Potts? <laughs> <laughs> he just ruined her pot. Um, <laughs> this is. Uh, but the best way to describe him is he just looks like a very... It looks like he was in a Broadway musical version of, like, the Japanese run of Grease. Like, he has very large Elvis-like hair, almost, that kind of sticks up. He's like... Oh, he looks kind of like that. Also very dirty. Less metallic than our metal man, uh, the Iron Man here. Uh, but uh, he, uh, he shows him a new world, which... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I could basically describe this new world that he shows him as um, just basically uh, I think it's every tool video if you layered them on top of each other. It's just wires moving places and things that look like cocks and this going from here to there. A lot of imagery doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but uh, gives you, it's all vibes. I will tell you that. Uh, Uh, It's Pearl Harbor Freight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's (laughs) Pearl Harbor Freight. God damn, Ashley. Um, So, (laughs) Pearl Harbor Freight. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, after this ridiculous stop 
motion animation is done, uh, he's like all metal now. Like uh, the, our, our Iron Man, he's as metal as it could be. So much so that he's part motor car now. And uh, a giant chase happens out there where the weird demon guy who has his rocket shoes uh, is chasing this fully guy who now has wheels like that. And he's still scared as this giant tank. He's like, oh, he's got to go like that. <laughs> he looks like a literal monster. By the way, in this giant city, you see no one else except for our six characters that show up in this movie one we've only not met one at this point uh, who's the tramp we're about to meet because uh, he crashes his body and uh, just this random bum comes over just starts beating the shit out of him. I'm just sad that they deleted the scene where JFK gets his head blown off inside of him yes yes uh, and he's beating it with the same pipe that the guy put inside of his leg who uh uh, I guess our demon says he was like, you know, you are growing a lot faster than me. I started with iron, though, and I'm I'm rusting inside, and our rust will make the dust of the world or some bullshit like this. It's very, very homoerotic. But, but that's why I even made the joke about tetanus, because the name even, I'm like, I actually don't know what tetanus means. Does that mean, like, iron infection what does tetanus even mean because they sound so similar uh, yeah i would say uh, so i had to get a tetanus shot because i stabbed myself with a rusty thing so let's right. see tetanus meaning let's see uh okay showing results for tetanus meaning here we are tetanus is an infection caused by bacteria called uh clostridium tenti the bacteria in the body produce a toxin that causes a painful muscle contractions uh um you got to look up the Latin, tetanus. maybe, to understand the root of the word. All right. Word origin. Here we go. Tetanus. Greek, meaning to stretch uh, or muscular spasm. Uh, late middle, middle English. Um, I don't think I like this. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, a sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, the Akira comics was either the same time as this movie but before uh, the movie uh, Akira came out. Well, uh, this I is Akira the movie came out in 1988. This movie released 1989. Oh, never so, mind. So it was no, a so year prior. So there huh. already was a Tetsuo in Akira who becomes a giant monster that absorbs the world and is a psycho, uh, psychic. Um, but, you know, hey. I remember seeing seeing Akira in the theater down in uh, College Park uh, for the first time. I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen, and I, I'll never even compare to ever again, even though Elf and Lied was pretty good because uh, it was lots of nudity. But, you know, uh, I was a Ninja Scroll guy. Ninja Scroll was my favorite anime growing up. I really loved that. I remember, I remember talking about the dorkiest of dorks. Who is like? <laughs> by the way, he modded your uh, your 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 PlayStation, and I remember talking him. I was like, "Hey, you know, so you're into uh, Japan animation?" He's like, "Shut the fuck up!" I'm like, "Oh, did I not use the right nomenclature? Yeah, you're supposed to say anime because I'm I'm not yeah I'm not dorky enough for you, fucker." 
Well, it used to be, well, Jeremy, if I take you back in time. So it, it was at a time, because I, I have comic books that used to call it Japanimation, uh, which is what it was originally called. Uh, but that was uh, put by the wayside in the, I would say like the 2000s, as it was only referred to as anime from that point forward. So um, oh, I, I don't know. I thought anime stood for Asian mania. <laughs> Asian. Uh, oh, you ready for anime? Where are my animaniacs at? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from now on though i'm only calling tet i'm gonna refer to tetanus shots when i'm talking about a rusty cum shot there we go <laughs> there we are um just, so- just because all asians are better than me and are and are, and are smarter than me what was i talking about never mind Okay. <laughs> if Jeremy was an Asian movie, he'd be the grudge. <laughs> I think I look like I'm an Asian. Oh, no, I'm stoned. Jeremy, you're not from Asia. You have aphasia. It's totally different. Um, <laughs> totally different. I never thing. meant to be so bad to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, Eventually, he he put has beats him with that pipe. Uh, he then uh, like just decides to reverse back home and just goes like like he's conky all of a sudden, returning back to Pee Wee's Playhouse uh, <laughs> after another after another job well done. You weren't expecting a conky reference, were you? Sure, that was the the love the love the love saying that. <laughs> That Jabba would say about Leia. Hey, conky. Conky, hey, junky. Um, but now uh, he returns home and the, the, the other guy, the uh, the metal fetishist, is now more metal as, we- as well. Uh, and he starts to basically use the whole scrapyard to make a giant heap with like the giant scrap magnets and metals popping up everywhere. Uh, our guy then wakes up in a big old heap of metal with only his like head kind of sticking out and the, uh, the fetishist laughing at him. Um, but as he goes to attack, him um he starts to try to absorb him into the pile and he's like no what are you doing no and uh uses the giant the drill cock emerges from inside of it and it's like 10 feet long now and it's like and starts kind of drilling him up and uh he then um uh, the guy tries to escape, but now he's like this big metal evil dead head that's like wrapping around trying to escape. Uh, but eventually he he sucks him all the way into the metal pile. And then there's just this very sensual gay moment between two Asian men as they're touching each other's faces like, oh, we finally we've finally been sucked into this. This is this is going to be this is going to be nice. And uh, as he's sucked in there. They eventually switch out to the outward world where now it's just like this eight foot tall monster where like the guy's head is at the bottom and the other fetishist is at the top and he just goes, our love will rust the world into dust. And then they just take off a million miles per hour down the streets of Tokyo. And that brings us to an end of Tetsuo, the Iron Man. Uh, Also, the American version is when... uh two metalheads are wearing the same uh, Cannibal Corpse t-shirt 
before they kiss. Yes, that is true. Before every Cannibal Corpse uh, concert, they're all, all of the fans, before they get into the pit, they all have to do one good 30-second tonguey kiss uh, and before they start banging around because that's the only way you can talk about songs about shooting blood from your cock. Um, also, also, when they touch each other's palms with their p- pinkies together. Uh, but that... <laughs> That now brings us to an end of Tetsuo. Ashley, your final thoughts on the Iron Man. Oh, I do love that this movie ends like a little rascal's bit with two kids on each other's shoulders. Um, I do, <laughs> do love that. <laughs> um, no, I actually, as weird as it is, like visually, I actually thought it was amazing. Reminds me a lot of Mad God, which came out like a year or two ago. Yeah. Very cool, very 80s music video style. I, I actually like it. I, I don't dislike it. It is fucking weird, but it's cool. Jeremy, the Iron Man, what would you like to say about it? Uh, I'm just glad that it, uh, it re- uh, energized uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s career. <laughs> you can never go full gay robot. Um, that's <laughs> so. Uh, I personally uh, highly recommend this movie. I know us explaining it, uh, it doesn't do it justice. Uh, we haven't ruined it in any way. If you haven't seen it at this point, because go in and watch the bizarre things that happen. Uh, it's very fun, artsy. Also shows what you could do on a shoestring budget with six people, a la Wait Till Baby Eater comes out. Um, this is, uh, so I highly recommend it. It's a must-see movie if you want to get really strange and uh, scare the people around you. Um, Ashley, what do you got coming up? Uh, let's see. I will be performing, I believe, for Don't Tell Comedy. <laughs> um Saturday the 22nd in Rehoboth Beach and then you can catch me at Oak 10 110 uh, July the 23rd in Snow Hill, Maryland. Hell yeah, all that shit at Ashley Pontius Laughs. Great website just revamped. Get yourself some merch while you're there as well. Uh, you can catch all things Air Comedy at aircomedy.com. I will update it, but we have bussy dates on the horizon. Um, Jeremy, anything for you coming up? Yeah, the Pogo shoot is uh, son of Pogo here in Baldwin. Oh, yeah, and that is next weekend. But by the way, also to all our listeners, we will be off next week. So um, enjoy this episode to tide you over. Maybe I'll throw some kind of best of episode that will keep you heathens at bay. Until then, ta-ta. Jeremy, take us out of here. It's already begun. Get to all!